Welcome back, everyone. Fantasy football weather, guys. We're here with kind of a special end of the season edition. It is week 17. We know a lot of teams are done in their regular leagues, but we do have a, a game that we want to talk about that can impact DFS. First, I want to say hi. I'm Colin Golzinski. I'm here with meteorologist Dr. Nick Schiraldi and meteorologist Sean Bratt. And how was everyone's holiday? And it's great to see everyone. Yeah, happy new year to everyone out there. Let's hope 2020 is a little bit, or 2021 is a little bit of an improvement over 2020. So, uh, yeah, happy new year to everyone out there. Sean, it's really funny that you say that because I wish they would call this year 2020 lost because I don't want everyone to keep thinking 2021. <laughs> oh, that was it, Colin. That's the one you were talking about, wasn't it? That's the one. Yep, that's the one. I got to <laughs> break that ice. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for sharing your comedic relief with us, Colin. But anyways, you're right. We're here at 2021, new year, end of the season. We're getting to playoffs, and we got a weather event in the Northeast. No no surprise there. But before we get to this week's game that we're going to look at at the uh, Dallas at New York Giants, we want to bring you back to last week. And if everyone watched our show, we, you know, we did touch on and say to watch for the Green Bay Packers game. And as the video you're seeing right now, there was, there was snow in the beginning. It went till about halftime. And as we did say, Aaron Rodgers was going to have a great game no matter what, and he did. And when we took the over-under at 55, we took the under, and it barely got there. It was 54. I know that closed at 53. So, you know, Vegas called this one, but get there early, listen to us, and, you know, we can help sometimes on these as just an advice. But – Again, what a game. Saw the weather impact. Do you have anything else to say on that one, Sean or Nick? No, I mean, congratulations, Nick. Nick over here is a huge Green Bay Packer fan, and Aaron Rodgers putting up uh, 230 yards with four touchdowns, uh, and Devontae Adams having a huge game with three of those touchdowns going for over 140 yards. Uh, and then what I'm kind of excited about is the emergence of A.J. Dillon getting two TDs here over 120 yards. He looks strong in the uh, in the running game and i'm really excited to see him and what he has to offer for next year definitely it'll be interesting to see what happens with the running back core next year but he just looks like a beast yeah yeah he looks like maurice jones drew to me just like the thighs on that guy like he could just run past anybody uh and just a really strong runner so i'm super excited for him but the packers are in the playoffs uh titans are right there as as well but the final score here 40 to 14 so a very a little bit higher scoring than we were expecting but that's just because aaron Rodgers could not be stopped in this one it's mvp uh, right there knew you to be a thigh guy but you know we'll keep, we'll keep <laughs> that i was waiting for your comment colin i just i was just waiting for it um when you when you give me softballs i'm gonna be know, like you, our good friend mike and hit take, home runs um and then the other you know thing here was was Tannehill. um you know he he struggled in this game. He did have a rushing touchdown, which which saved him. He did have 55 yards on the ground. But if you just look at his passing line, uh, 120 yards, a TD, and two interceptions. And again, we did say that he has his his baseline definitely shifted down a little bit in these weather games, and he he definitely struggled throwing some errant passes. Uh, you know, definitely struggled with his accuracy. Um, but he has a you know he's gonna get straight game against the Titans this week. But he he definitely struggled as well. Yeah. So this week, we're looking at one game, and it's the Dallas at Giants. And it's for a system that's going through more into the evening of uh, Sunday. So as our table's brought up here, it is an extreme. It is red. 
And the reason why is we are looking at a substantial amount of precipitation throughout the game. And maybe substantial may not be the right word, but that's my non-weather weenie word um, when I see red. So, Nick, why don't you talk us through what we're going to see in this game and why we're considering it extreme? Yeah, so I think the interesting part uh, about this game is is whether or not the precipitation during the first half of the game will fall as rain, sleet, or snow, or even just kind of like a a frozen mess, right? So we have a nor'easter coming up the coast, and it's going to hit New Jersey, probably get started around 11 a.m., and then a fair amount of whatever it will be is going to fall between one and four, probably around a quarter of an inch. And right now the indications are that it will likely be rain. And if it's rain, it's probably less impactful for this game. But there's a non-zero chance that for the first half of this game, uh, it's going to be kind of like a sleet, ice, wintry mix mess. And I think if we do see that wintry mix mess in the first half of the game, it could really... um, Uh, Limit scoring, Uh, running backs may have trouble, quarterbacks may be throwing errant passes, wide receivers uh, may be slipping out of their hands. Um, Mm -hmm. It just could be a really messy first half for this game. Yeah, I mean, and I I think not only the first half, but the the second half, things may actually intensify uh, for, for this game. So the big thing is where we start to see impacts. If you see rain for maybe a quarter in a football game, we don't really see substantial impacts, but when it's for the duration of the entire game, which is what we are forecasting here, then that's when you start to see the culminative effects of, of the weather. So we don't expect wind in this game, maybe 10 to 15 miles an hour temperatures in the upper thirties, low forties, but it will be persistent rain or mixed precipitation, uh, that can, we do expect to have maybe some in, in influences or some impacts here for this game. And talking about that with the persistence of the duration, I think the first thing we want to talk about with this game before we get to the DFS is I want to talk about the little over under kind of, we've been hitting at this a little bit and this week's very interesting. What was this one, Sean, when we at the opening was like 45, 44? It was 45, maybe 45 and a half. It's down to 44.5 now. So they lowered it. And Dallas was favored by two. They're now only favored by a point and a half. So Vegas is expecting this to be a really close game and also a fairly low scoring game as well. I think this one's a tough one. Mm. This one for me to say. To take the over-under, the under at opening at 44 would even be tough. But the Giants, like you said, well, in our pre-talk, you know, haven't been putting up a lot of points. They may be a slower offense. You know, Dallas, though, has the ability, I think, with Dalton being able to throw to actually get some points on the board. I still think with the weather, I still mm, – this was a tough one, but, you know, yeah, I, head, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under here, even at the 43, probably. You're, yeah, this one I struggle with. I, I would actually be more confident in Dallas covering. I think Dallas is going to win this game. I, I do. And I think they're going to cover the one and a half or two point spread. I mean, Andy Dalton, he was kind of the X factor here as of late. And over the last, you know, three games, Dallas has scored 30 points, 41 points, 37 points. They're getting the ball to all their pass catchers. They're moving it effectively. They're not just relying on Zeke anymore, which in in you know is actually opening things up for him. He's actually starting to run a little bit better now. Giants have been struggling on defense. They've lost themselves after they beat Seattle. Um, in, in the one game that uh, last year where the Giants played in inclement weather, given they were playing the Green Bay Packers, but they allowed like 
32 points. Um, so I'm not as confident in the Giants' defense as I was earlier this year. I do think Andy Dalton is going to be able to move the ball. So I'm not as confident on the the 44.5-point over-under here. I think that could go either way. I think it's going to be close. But I do think Dallas is going to cover that spread. And Dallas needs to win, right? It's win and Washington loss yeah. and they're in the playoffs. Yeah. So Dallas right. is going to be playing tough, right? Yeah, and we're right. going to have another yeah. year where an under 500 team gets in and several <laughs> 10 win teams do not, right? So it's it's just crazy. Yeah, it it is and the Giants are in the same spot. Actually, almost everybody in the NFC East is in the same spot except the Eagles. You know, Washington's going to be playing Philly here um and so if Washington wins they're in, but then then if they lose, it's between the Giants and the Cowboys on who who takes the lead in that division. Yeah. I mean, we Giants though, Giants won the Super Bowl, what was it, 2012 when they were 9 and 9 and 8, 9 and 7. They weren't under 500, but you know, it's possible. I mean, that's the great yeah. thing about playoffs though, right? I mean, it's a one game. You everyone has to show up and you got to you just got to play, you know, you could, anyone mm-hmm. can beat anyone on any given day. So it'll be, you're right. So going that Dallas is going to play, let's get to some player impacts, Sean. Um, I kind of want to start with Zeke Elliott. If you, and you know, when you're looking at him in DraftKings on, on, on daily fantasy, he's um, 65 or no, it's FanDuel prices. You got to switch it again. See, I always got my, my notes messed, mixed up. Um, he, sorry. Maybe, That's all right. Uh, I'm just trying to pull him up. I was on a, if you like, so are you thinking? What do you think? Four hundred. Yep. Four hundred. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sixty-four hundred on DraftKings. I'm thinking I'm taking him. With a lot of the top players being sit, like sit, Dalvin Cook out, Ceh out because they're sitting Dalvin Cook out for family reasons. Like Pittsburgh sitting their players. I mean, I think like the value of for sixty-four hundred. He did. He did great against the Giants last time. Two touchdowns over a hundred yards. Um, I, that was Dak Prescott's game when he got hurt. And then we saw kind of Zeke fall off a little bit mm. after that, but he's picking it back up now that Dalton's getting the long, getting the throws last week against Philly. He had 105 yards, no touchdown, but 34 reception. I think he gets in at least once. I think he's going to get on the ground. I, I think Elliott's a play here at 6,400. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. He always seems to do well against the Giants. I mean, Giants are top 12 rushing defense. They have played well. Uh, they've, they've backtracked a little bit as of late. I think they're going to need you know, Zeke Elliott with the weather uh, to perform in this game, to open things up in the passing game. I do expect them to be able to do that. Uh, I think Zeke Elliott for 100 yards in a TD is not out of the question. He eclipsed the 100-yard mark last week. I think he does it again this week. So I don't necessarily expect him to have. And he, Zeke Kelly isn't like a, a Dalvin Cook or, an, uh, you know, an Alvin Kamara where he's getting four, five, six TDs. Uh, but he could get you that steady, you know, 100-yard line, maybe one or two TDs. So that's not out of the question in this one. And you, what do you think about wide receivers here? You know, go staying on Dallas, Amari Cooper, Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb. I mean, those are three pretty steady guys. Last week, CD Lamb had a great game. Yeah, is always kind of good. I mean, do you do you risk with Cooper, or do you try to take a take a you know a risk on the other two if you're going to play one of these? Well, I think I think first let's talk about Dalton. So Dalton in these weather conditions doesn't really show a deviation from what he would normally do. So he doesn't look to be heavily impacted by weather. Now I will say in these conditions, normally statistically speaking, QBs perform twenty percent worse. 
in these kind of conditions. But looking at player specific, Andy Dalton, he doesn't seem to deviate too, too much. Um, so I do expect him to be business as usual. He's done really, really well uh, as of late. Um, he's the last three or four games. He's been a pretty steady, uh, you know, QB two. Uh, so he's getting the job done. Um, other than the game against Washington, uh, like four or five weeks back, the last six weeks, he's gotten at least two TDs moving the ball downfield. So I think we're going to expect that against the giants who look a little lost in the secondary as of, as of late. So now with regards to the pass catchers, um, I'm going to be laying off Amari Cooper. Uh, he's going up against James Bradbury. Bradbury has been a good corner. Um, I, I, he, they, he's been able to lock down these top wide receivers, at least for the most part. Andy Dalton's shown a propensity to go to his secondary receivers, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb. Um, they are being targeted in the red zone, um, and I expect them to continue to flourish in this game. Now, typically you'd expect wide receivers, their production to go down in these type of weather games. So maybe we need to limit their upside a little bit here. But I think Andy Dalton's going to be going to them off. And I think they're going to get plenty of targets and plenty of opportunities, including in the red zone. Amari Cooper is just, he, he, he requires the long ball. And I think in these weather conditions, up against James Bradbury, um, I'm a little bit concerned about him hitting on those big plays. Any, uh, what about, well, I mean, we kind of stayed away from saying the Giants are going to be productive here, but any <laughs> upside on any of the <laughs> Yeah, I actually, if I'm in uh, DFS right now, and I'm actually going to look at his, to price to see where he is, Ooh. if I'll bring it up, I could bring it up in a minute, but the I, the Dallas is, is really struggled on the ground. Um, they're actually ranked last overall oh, against the rush, giving up 161 yards. Um, and they just have a propensity to give up big plays. I think the Giants rushing attack, um, I think what Joe, Ju- uh, Joe Judge, Coach Judge, has has told us is he wants to establish the run. He wants to be able to do that early and often in the game, is run the ball. I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to rely on Gallman, Deion Lewis, um, and their, their other set of backs here to get the, the job done on the ground. I think they could get some large chunk plays, and if they get in the red zone, I think they may be the beneficiaries here. I'm worried about Daniel Gallman, Jones. Gallman's What's that? Going for 53. Gallman's going for 5,300. 53, I yeah. I think that's a pretty good play. He's going around players probably like Gio Bernard, Drake. Uh, yeah, you got Gallman right there, Benny Snell. Um, so I, I think he's an upside play in this game. I think he's going to get plenty of opportunities with uh, with definitely red zone and TD upside in, in this one. I'm just worried about Jones. I think he's he's shown in these types of games, limited sample size, but he has a propensity more to turn the ball over. He already turns the ball over a ton, but in these games, last time he played in a game like this, he had three interceptions. So uh, the Giants passing attack has been almost non-existent. I think they're going to rely on the run here. So circling back, Nick, you want to run real quick through our weather forecast again. We're just we are looking at the Dallas Giants game, one o'clock Eastern time. And we are seeing a um, precipitation event that could be mixed. Um, So, Nick, why don't you just go through real quick, bring up that map again. And so Dallas versus Giants. You've got a storm coming up the coast. We expect precipitation throughout the entire game. It could be a wintry mix in the first half, which could be um, potentially troublesome, and then heavy rain in the second half. So uh, all in all, we are expecting some impacts here on this game from this weather event. Yeah. um, You know, January 2nd, 
you know, getting into the playoffs for NFL. Most leagues are over, but you have DFS. Um, if you are in one of the lucky states that you can do uh, sports book betting here, you know, the over under is a tough one. Uh, you know, so we'll just keep it at that. Uh, anything else before we end the week, Sean or Nick? No, I think that it. Uh, we'll kind of summarize our predictions for like player specific on Twitter. So we'll, we'll keep twittering out and and keeping you guys up to date on what our thoughts are as far as player projections. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is that this storm may impact the New England game, the Jets New England game. There's a chance of that second half of the game. This this may creep in in there. So we'll we'll also keep you up to date on that. Um, but other than that, that's the only show in town this week. John, how do I find us on Twitter? You didn't tell us. Oh, that's your job, Colin. Oh, well, I was, I was, if you're going to talk about it, I mean, just, you know, promote it at, 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 at weather guys, you can find us on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, like Sean said, we're going to keep everyone up to date. Um, so again, have a good weekend. Happy new year. Let's hope 2020 didn't win and, uh, welcome to the end of the season.